Welcome to the Scuff Podcast, where we talk about U.S. soccer. Hello, hello. There are only six Woso Wednesdays until the World Cup. How are you guys feeling about that? Tara? Thrilled, happy. It's going to go by so quick, and I think, you know, timing... Couldn't be better. I'm really excited. It sounds to me like we need to up the frequency. Ooh. I thought. <laughs> Just a reminder, the, the schedule is USA versus Vietnam on July 21st at 9 p.m. Eastern time. USA versus Netherlands, July 26th, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And USA versus Portugal on August 1st at 3 a.m. Eastern time. All on Fox. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, let's get weird. The Portugal kickoff time is a doozy, but it's been said before, the 2021 Olympics prepared us for this moment. We're ready. Well, you know, maybe not we, but I am ready. I can't wait. It does seem like they took care of us with those first two start times. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, if, if Vietnam and Netherlands go well, Portugal won't matter too much. Right. Send off game against Wales on July nine. The whole the whole deal is that, uh, like whoever's in whoever's in that game is on the World Cup roster. It's going to be theatrical. I just I'm not sure of the timing. Have they announced where that game's going to be? Yeah, California. Ah. Well, there's plenty of NWSL action to talk about, and we're going to get to it. But first, uh, Liga A. Re restarts this weekend. They kind of took an extended break for the last international window. Do you guys understand why they do that? No, but I am thankful because Lindsay Horan needs that rest. Uh, yeah. Well, Macar. I, I guess the main reason I bring it up is because we'll find out if Macario is going to be in a, you know, going to at least be in a squad this weekend. And then it'll be Corbin. Maybe we'll see Corbin versus Cat in the Coupe de France final next weekend, which is PSG oh, versus yeah. Lyon. Would be huge. Would be huge. Speaking of cat, I mean, did you guys see the the athletic article about uh, ACL injuries? Yeah, I did. It was. I mean, it's just awful to think about how many women are going to be missing this World Cup. It's it's going to be the biggest World Cup yet. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah, five of the twenty Ballon d'Or nominees in twenty twenty two suffered ACL injuries in twenty twenty two, which is a crazy percentage. Twenty five. <laughs> yeah and then it, i guess the occasion for the article was leah williamson england national teamer tearing her acl more recently i mean it's kind of troubling it I is know. i mean leah's leah's a young captain of her team she was gonna have a huge world cup it's it's heartbreaking it, it seems like you know there's there are many people who know more about this than me i just read one article but it does seem like at least to a certain extent this is unavoidable. Is that your guys? Is that your guys's take on it? Well, from from what I've read, it it it's it's not that things aren't being done. Right. It's just that with the growth of the game and with playing more and more consistently at a higher level, it this is this is one of the prices we're paying as of right now. But that there is like an end zone, like. It's it's not going to be forever if if you want to like try and force a light at the end of this ACL tunnel. Wait, what what do you mean by that? It's not like 
this is happening, at least from what, what how I've interpreted these articles, this is happening because the women's game is at this new level and we're yeah. playing more and more and we're playing better and better. And if we continue to keep playing at this level, it's not going to be such a, like a shock to our body. I'm saying nice. R as all womankind. Yeah. yeah. But um, the collective. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, that could be totally off base. That that's just how I've interpreted it. Yeah. The abrupt, the abrupt increase in the intensity of professional women's soccer. Yeah. And maybe like the players, the player pool of women soccer players hasn't quite adjusted to that yet is, is, is one of the factors, but there's also like an anatomical factors, like the angle of the female tibia, the size of the notch and the femur that the ligament runs through. Um, I mean, even the menstrual cycle gets us again. Good grief. Poor ladies. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, no, no, no solutions on this podcast episode, but it was kind of eye-opening to me to read, read all about that. Uh, any other, any other thoughts on ACLs? Uh, uh, wish, wish them the best. Who needs them? Which, what'd you say, Tara? I said, I wish them the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Gotta hope and pray. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that your ACL is spared. So our our official stance is uh, thoughts and prayers. Oh boy, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, we can get some doctors out there doing some doctoring. Hey, uh, that'd be great. Uh, but but also, you know, it, it does seem like uh, you you know, on our uh, on our esteemed illustrious Discord, we have uh, professionals of, of many different disciplines. Um, the, the the main one of which being lawyers, but we also got you know some uh some physical trainers, yeah, um and whatnot. And one one thing that one of them mentioned was that you know they uh this has been a greatly studied and um known fact um of you know women's propensity to to tear their ACL, and so you know. They're 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 working through it. They're, they're trying to figure out, um, you know, way, ways to prevent preventative measures uh, yeah. for this. But you know, we just haven't got to this point yet. But you know, when when you look at the history of sports medicine and everything that we've accomplished so far, um, you know, this is just another frontier that will be conquered. Only variables time. There huh. was. There was an interesting part in this of athletic article, though, where it talked about the difference between girls and boys, like when they start playing at a high level and how boys are really like identified and plucked out of a group around 10 and girls, it's closer to like 15. So I think like not to be like so cringy trying to find a bright side, but with the with the additions of these new young young players in the NWSL, maybe getting a feel for a higher level and a, a faster pace will help some of the muscles develop. Like, is is that stupid? What do you guys? No, think? I think that was definitely part like one of the one of the takeaways from the article that when that it as women's soccer develops more, 
players will get involved at an earlier age and yeah their bodies will sort of be prepared for the rigors of professional soccer in a better way right yeah and uh i think uh ryan uh one, one the, the pt i've been referring to uh on the ryan Discord. mcnulty big shout out yes um I, I think he also mentioned that girls play, playing playing sports younger and and different sports before specializing is also an issue because it because it improves something physiologically i didn't i didn't really i didn't, I didn't catch on uh there was some you know cool name for it but uh yeah that too well i i think about i guess one thought that occurred to me maybe it's not the the right thought but one thought that occurred to me is you know my my five-year-old daughter i've been i've pushed her towards soccer as you might suspect and she's she's starting to be a decent little player and she likes it you know and i'm like man i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna feel really bad when she's like 16 and she tears her acl because i've been making her play soccer all this time but yeah i don't know that's just saying that occurred to me no <laughs> i mean it is what it is i guess All right. Well, USA and Mexico, we're uh, uh, we're a little late to this, but USA and Mexico are gonna do a joint bid for the twenty twenty seven Women's World Cup. Who yeah. else is Who else is throwing their hat in the ring? Yeah, I think this is like very much in lighter news. We we could be having another World Cup uh, in in the United States. South Africa has announced a bid, along with Belgium, Germany, and the Netherlands. Uh, they announced a joint bid. And then Brazil's sports minister um, said that they intend to bid. I don't believe that that's been official yet. Okay. So lots of great options. Um, I selfishly want the United States and Mexico to get it, especially right after the Men's World Cup. I just think that that would be really cool. Uh, I think FIFA would make a ton of money, which famously has always been priority number one for them. So I think we have a good shot. Uh, but take my selfish asks out of it uh brazil brazil would probably grow the women's game the most uh if they host which would also be a pretty big win mm-hmm. oh. yeah and and you know um if mexico wants to go to the world cup they better they, we better win that bit <laughs> this, is a, this is a good way to get in yeah, yeah. do you it's, guys I mean, think... it's the only way for them i think <laughs> do you guys think canada didn't join the bid just because of how much of a mess they are right now who probably canada canada uh, who oh, okay yeah oh <laughs> doing a little trick there uh, probably but but also i mean i don't know seems like they need money i guess S- something I, I, or maybe they have plenty of money and they're not allocating it correctly i don't i don't know what the hell's going on here but but yeah maybe uh, you know it, it could be anything usa and mexico colluded to get Canada up out of there, uh, Canada dropped out. I mean, it's impossible to know, but 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 yeah, Canada, go, you need to go ahead and get your get your house in order, get your house in order before you try and host the world. Right. Maybe maybe Christine can, Sinclair can finally quit playing soccer and take over the Fed or something. <laughs> Put her out of her misery. Now nah, she's been playing very well. Yeah, but it give the keys to Moultrie. That's what I'm saying. 
about time. I can't wait to get into that game. Yeah. Well, uh, and one other, one other little bit of news, Challenge Cup has started, right? Yeah. And it's the first year that uh, the prize money is up to a million dollars. So that's a huge win and uh, motivator for the women's game. Like we've never had prize money this high before. What was the prize money last year, just for context? I think it was close to like 30, 40 grand. I might be talking way out of my, you know. But but it's, it's always been low. Keister. Yeah. Oh, uh, and and, and uh, well, well, I feel like they have to keep rising it the the prize money because uh you know the the just pure disdain that 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 most of the women or, or maybe it's just some that some of the women that comprise the NWSL have for this tournament is <laughs> it's huge. It's dark. It is. It's 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 quite incredible. So, so I guess, well, why did they do it? Why don't they just have a regular season? NWSL I don't know, man. I, goofy. I, so I like it. I like that. Well, I like it because most teams still use it as a chance to get rookies minutes. So like none of the teams you're going to watch are like the, like the teams, you know, for the most part, um, it's a, it's a good chance to get eyes on the rookies. But other than that, it's, it's not that important to me. Okay. I don't like dislike it or anything. It's just the format can kind of confuses me. We're it having confuses a regular season. Everyone. Yeah, okay. Well, um we got some games tonight. Who who's up? Houston versus Chicago. I think that's gonna be a big one. Houston's been in a downward trajectory as of late. I think they'll have a lot to prove. Uh, and then we have North Carolina Courage versus Gotham. And last in the West, we have O.L. Reign versus Angel City. A little right. note for that one, though, for any Julie Ertz heads, she will not be um, dressing excused absence. She's not hurt or anything. Okay. That's good that she's not hurt because I saw she kind of she went off with a little bit of a tweak towards the end of that Thorns. Yeah. Angel City game, but let's talk about that game because that was the uh, the biggest game of the weekend for our purposes. The most interesting game, probably by any standard, uh, ended three three in the Rose City. Um, the big takeaway for me was Alyssa Thompson was the best player on the field. Hell yeah, she was very good. Let me play the audio of. I mean, she did score a goal, but that's not the only thing she did well. She's been under a little bit of pressure from Raina Reyes. Here's Thompson showing off that speed. The rookie slices it back. Thompson! Oh my goodness! The young star! I mean, that was a sort of what what I had come to think of as a classic Alyssa Thompson sequence. She she gets a long a long ball comes to her at midfield. She flicks it thirty yards over the nearest defender, races onto it, and then cut like cuts onto her right foot, beats Bella Bixby near post. But um, I'm curious what you guys think about her performance. But, man, I thought she was good in every kind of way. Yeah, I completely agree. I thought she was phenomenal tonight, like make the roster good. Um, Her speed has rightfully gotten the most attention uh, from outsiders, but she really is so smart on and off the ball. And uh, I've been heckled before in terms of, you know, the Ashley Sanchez of it all, but she plays with such joy. I just think 
I, I I think it is so fun to watch her, and yeah, she was the best player out there. It was it was awesome. Yeah, she's so um, she's so calm with mm-hmm. the ball, and, and like, she and was patient. She was doing all of this to Kelly Hubley, who Kelly Hubley is a good defender. Uh, it wasn't like you know she was just up against some flop. Portland is a great team, and Kelly Hubley is a great defender, but. Alyssa made her look slow, made her look uncoordinated. It was just a true testament to how crazy the game got uh, that this happened right away. Yeah, um, it, it's it's one thing to be fast, but but to also you know that that the fact that she can that that she can one uh like like leverage her ability to be extremely fast. You know when she receives that ball, she sees the space and like you know what just I'm gonna just go go ahead and dink this because. Yeah. But, uh, because Kelly Hubley is not getting to it before me, and I'm also be able to decelerate and and, and chop that thing back and and leave Hubley in the dust before I before I score this goal. Uh, like Tara said, it's just the type of uh, she really looks like a real real national team level player. Like like, but not that she wasn't before or anything like that. But it was just like even if we hadn't had the unfortunate injuries that we had, had before, um this is the type of performance that, that would have got her on the plane, I think. Yeah. She's just a difference maker. It's, it's... she was a playmaker for angel city. Like she was the, she was the one creating all the, all the action and so secure on the ball. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when she gets down in the final third, just lots of high quality soccer decisions, you know, like cutbacks and one twos so tidy. I was really impressed. Yeah, it's exciting. It's 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 like a secret weapon to have at this point. It's gonna be awkward to if we leave her off for like a Megan Rapino or somebody. It, it very much would be. That would be heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we can't do that at this point. I I just don't see. I mean, yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Vlaco had to have been thrilled with this performance because it's not just like a, f- a couple flashes of brilliance. It was like a comprehensive performance. Uh, Julie Ertz thought she was a little rough. Now, she did score a goal. She scored a nice goal, go-ahead goal on the near post, had her on a corner kick, and she, um, you know, she, she kind of got in Bella Bixby's way on the own goal, sort of bodied her, <laughs> bodied her in the air. She did, um, she did. So that's cool, but man, she was she did not look in rhythm in possession. Rightly whistled for a penalty when she crashed through the back of Crystal Dunn mm-hmm. in the box. Quite a few misplaced passes. Um you know, it'll be fine, but this it, wasn't it, like it, a this wasn't like a fantastic performance at all. No, but it'll be more than fine because Julie was chaotic out there for better or for worse she was a a big big player um she bullied tons of players she was a big tough mess um and yeah it, it it's not like anything was too great but i think all of that aside like that's not really what's important at this time Le- uh, two weeks ago her debut game for angel city she went 70 minutes this past week she went 80 minutes and I think the timeline is just working out really well for us. I think she has a few weeks to continue to shake off this rust, keep working up to 90 minutes. We have plenty of time to go. I think it's looking very good. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
you know, she she did have the you know the misplaced passes, the they giving up pin, and and all that type of stuff. But they were, but they were still like those moments where you could just see her quality. Um, like 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 a few times I remember during that match where she's just, she's just in the midfield, uh, multiple people around her. She's facing people up. She's she's just uh and just a premium display of, I guess, ball security. Like the fact that like nobody could take the ball off of her in that moment, just dribbling people, whatever. Um, so, you know, I, I think as she continues to go, passes will be less misplaced yeah. and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've been, I've been quite encouraged by, by Julie's play over these two weeks and, and the, you know, the national team matches. She had a nice little dosy do with uh, Sophia Smith in the midfield. Did you guys, is that yeah. what you're thinking of? Yeah. And then, and then I think as they're wa- walking back, as they're jogging back towards um, Portland's goal, uh, Sophia kind of pats Julie on the back. There was like a, a friendly gesture. Um, it was it was right after Portland scored the penalty kick um, that Julie gave up, and Alyssa Thompson like ran over. <laughs> and like comforted julie and i was oh. like what world are we living in folks like Alyssa thompson had to go comfort julie Ertz on her mistake i thought it was adorable yeah i man and I, I that reminds me of the the halftime interview with Alyssa. they're like do you would you rather um would you rather run in behind or you know check to the ball and receive it to feet and she's like both i like to do both <laughs> i was like duh <laughs> Um, Sam Coffey looked sharp when I noticed her, but, uh, I mean, she did give Alyssa one of her few L's in the game by bodying her off the ball, but the Thorns gave up a lot of chances in this game. So that's not ideal if you're the defensive midfielder. Yeah. And uh, like, I thought in, in a lot of ways, she was like the opposite of Julie Ertz, like Julie, Julie for better or for worse, like even her good and her bad moments, she was top dog like she was bigger than that field out there she was running over people she was being like a jerk basically and sam she was she was poised but she was behind the scenes and you know Mm -hmm. i i couldn't see her like i'm she's she's had she's had a good season but she wasn't dynamic she wasn't um in your face about it and and that's clearly what we need yeah i don't know I don't know about that. Uh, who, I'm who, saying who I'm, it's clearly what we need, meaning the national team, which is why we have Juilliards. That's just to make it clear. Oh, I thought you it, meant, okay. It being uh, someone who's big and mean. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I was, I was, okay, got you. I thought but, you were saying what we need is that is people behind the scenes, like, need some more key grips or something. I, yeah, I was not clear, but I'm happy I had the chance to clarify for you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. To support the WGA, but but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, so the the Thorns play racing right, uh, the week in which we didn't record, uh, well, so Wednesday, and and I've I've, I've just noticed this about Sam, uh, in this match as well, like she really really tries to stay attached to that back line, and you know when when whenever she can, like that, that's the reason why she stays low key, because she's just uh, I I guess she's aware of those physical limitations that we discussed on this podcast and she's not trying to get it, get exposed. Um, and, and she really will just really retreat to like almost in like inside of her box sometimes. 
just, just just one thing just one thing I've clocked one thing I've clocked and uh you know he she did play well against racing but there were multiple times where like Jalen Howell and Sav DeMello kind of exposed um I think I think that's it's also the system that Portland plays which keeps her back so much okay. um just just Possible. something to something to note yeah 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 um totally fair totally fair uh yeah i didn't i didn't come go i didn't come away from watching this with like moving in one direction or another on coffee i'm still just sort of like i guess coffee curious continue to be coffee curious but she didn't like make a big case i'm a sucker for a good alliteration of coffee curious i'll 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 (laughs) maintain that position as well i thought crystal dunn was solid but not on the ball enough not not super influential Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's the quiet Ertz effect. I don't know. Well, she did um, get massively tackled from behind by Julie Ertz. Um, so. I mean, that was like her one notable moment. <laughs> Julie just came flying. Yeah, that was chaotic for sure. But I agree. Nothing special. And then what? why was Sophia Smith on the bench? She did come in later, but why was she on the bench? So, uh... I, I was nervous when I saw that Sophia wasn't um, playing. I was like, sure, she could be rested, but it's really it was only like the fifth game of the season, so it didn't make too much sense for me for it to just be resting purposes. But um, we found out that she had an excused absence the day before. She went to a draft party for her boyfriend, and a Portland paper ran the story with with. Uh, his draft with the headline Portland Thorn Stars boyfriend picked in third round of the draft, which I just thought was a hilarious headline I wanted to bring up. And to Why ease is that hilarious? Into, Isn't that the appropriate way to handle it? It it one hundred percent is, but you never see it like that. Like mm. uh, to to have an a now NFL player be labeled as the Portland Stars stars boyfriend. I just thought it was hilarious. We never see headlines like that in like on the women's behalf. Yeah. Well, people used to be mad at the way uh Kalia why is that how you say it? Kalia? Yeah, yeah, pretty at sure. The way she was referred to, which always struck struck me as a little bit like protesting too much because JJ Watt is a star and Kalia Watt is not. Yeah. And Sophia is a star, and yeah. I don't even know her, her boyfriend's name. I don't name. know her boyfriend's name either. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all that to say, no no reason to be worried. Sophia only played a half. She just was excused to go to some party. So that's that's the only note I had. I thought she that's played cool. very well in the second half. Um, it was just a classic Sophia Smith game. She turned, she turned the thorns... Uh, like engine way up yeah she came on in the 56 minute along with olivia moultrie and uh moultrie dropped a dime let's listen to that one have a look when this comes moultrie head up running into the danger looking for run sees weaver making that run, and it's a perfectly weighted pass goalkeeper harry cheats has to come out and doesn't get to the ball and weaver just takes it round it just doesn't hit it too hard so she keeps it in play and then turns and puts it into the empty net. But so- it's a um, it was a ball. So Moultrie picks the ball up at near the right touch line t- 
takes a few takes a few touches and then it's it's a it's a gorgeous ball as the guy on the broadcast said so played it behind the back line to Morgan Weaver she and Weaver are the only people who really saw the play develop that way um nice job by Weaver too to to finish off the play but i you know we've we've been skeptical of Moultrie a little bit on this podcast but this was a nice play i am thrilled to welcome you both on board because i'm assuming Vince you're incredibly impressed um yes yes yeah oh. uh, yeah 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 uh i uh, so i can't I, I can't even front can't even front uh it, it was just a yeah it, it was absolute dumb it was absolute dumb I, like bro said on the on the broadcast just the the one thing that really struck me about it was the weight man the, yeah the, the weight the weight of that thing was just perfect just perfect Perfect. She meant every Absolutely bit of it perfect. too. Yeah. Yeah. Meant it. Uh you you know, yeah, once you see once you see it uh run back and you see uh Morgan Weaver's like run develop. Uh yeah. That like literally that was the only place that Morgan Weaver was gonna be able to receive that ball with the way that she was bending the run, like with because you know, there were plenty of Angel City defenders in the way. And uh yeah, the only window to receive that was right there, kinda close to the touchline, and then the fact that Morgan Weaver was able to control that thing and, and, and score as well. Like you said, Bells, just, just, yes, just really impressive all around. And yeah. Um, you know, we talked about Moultrie and you know, this is something that we, uh, I don't think we really saw in the U 20 world cup was just the, the amount of quality that she does have on the ball, which, you know, we can probably attribute that to Tracy. Yeah. Tracy uh, Kevins. It's a Tracy Kevins. number one. <laughs> but not to take Mrs. Not Mrs. To, Mrs. Trunchbull. Yeah. Yeah. Not to take anything at, away from Olivia, who I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how uh, like get her get her more time in the league when the World Cup happens, let let her run. Like uh, I I can't wait, but Morgan Weaver with the Thorns is becoming must-watch TV for me. Like she's so good she's so entertaining she's got great chemistry with sophia smith i just think it's a blast to watch yeah she she's extremely nice uh she she really does jump off the screen whenever you whenever you watch the thorn um yeah she's uh, beat she's beating people a lot right i mean like she can create her own shot create her own window yes yes that definitely i mean she she really does look like you know kind of in the mold of you know Soph, Mal, Trinity. You you know she she's she's one of those types of wingers. She's she, she earned, really is. She's earned at least to be in the conversation. And like, I I make it a joke just with myself. I'm just cracking myself up, uh, adding all these these players' names uh, <laughs> to to the 2024 Olympics um, possibility. Like I I I think I think Weaver has to be in the conversation. She's, yeah, they, she may uh, be in the same mold as those others, but she's she's made of a lesser material, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course, of course. Uh, yeah. But but you know, but she's hey, having she, she 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 might be top of that next tier though. She's she might be top a, of that next tier. Yeah, she's having a great season, and uh, Alex Morgan went on snacks two weeks ago. I think it was um sam lewis's podcast and she talked about how vladko is the first coach she's ever had with the national team to tell her how important 
club soccer is right now, like how important it is that you're playing regularly and playing well for your club. So I, if we're even believing that a little bit, Morgan Weaver is is worth being in the conversation. I don't believe it even a little bit. I don't believe anything anybody says anymore. It's all just work. People just say whatever comes into, into their heads and then they do what they want to do. Okay. Well, um, trust issues aside, let's move on a little bit from the Portland game. I want to play a game, and you two have to play along. The rules are simple. I'm going to say something, and we all have to say if we're worried about it or if we aren't, and why. Okay? Awesome. Vince, you're in? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it. It's not yeah. like you had a choice, but good. <laughs> Rosa Lavelle is still out. What do you guys think? I'll go, I'll go last. Not see, worried. See, see, this is where, uh, they, they, this is where it's right to question Vlaco because you, you know, if I'm, 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 I'm not worried because ultimately, you know, he's played both sides of this coin club, club performance matters until it doesn't. And, uh, Rose can, Rose can set out until we play, uh, who's that first match? Until Wales. we play Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I was doing the kickoff match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she can even sit out. She can sit out for that one too. She can sit out so we play Vietnam, and uh, it'll be all good with me. Be all good with me. Which I mean, that would be like almost three months. <laughs> 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 yeah. But you know, take your time, Rose. Okay. It's all good. Unanimous decision. I'm not worried either. Laura Harvey did come out and say she'll be okay in a few weeks. Uh, you know, but if we're not trusting no one, throw that out. Uh, remember, this this injury happened in the first Ireland game, and Rose mm. spoke to the press before the second game and was, like, nonchalant about it. Like, yeah, I took a hit. I'd like to play, but we just have to end this camp without any more injuries, which was, like, at the time, kind of a dark joke. <laughs> you know, we just, we just, uh, Mal, Mal Swanson's hopes and dreams just got crushed. But um, yeah. all that to say, uh, I trust Rose. I think she's got World Cup brain. And uh, if she needs a break, she needs a break. And it's, it's only going to be good for us. Okay. Next What's up, next one? Alex Morgan is out. Worried or not? Not worried. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say not worried, but for a different reason, because I mean, really, we we have so many candidates to 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 play the nine if needed. You know, what I'm saying it, it would be great to have Alex Morgan. Um, but you know, if, well, the problem is it's probably gonna be Ashley Hatch, right? Well, well, there are candidates, but then there's Flacco's choice. Yeah, yeah. But 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 I think Black Blacko will have a have a uh, Greg Berhalter coming to Jesus type type thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And if it really came down to it, the European camp that we had, um, Alex was out and Hatch was in, and Sophia Smith played winger. I mean striker. So a little bit of evidence uh, that he may, you know, see something else. Yeah, give me that. Give me that uh, Alyssa Smith Trinity front line. Oh, oh my gosh. But I agree. I'm not worried. I think like Rose, she could use a break. The only piece I am worried about is San Diego just lost 
massively at home, which doesn't really happen. And uh, I that only worries me because uh, it makes me think Alex will, you know, want to come back sooner because no one is going to want to see that happen, especially with how much ownership she has over the San Diego Wave team. And I'm, I'm pro-break uh, for many of these stars. Okay. Next, Becky Sauerbrunn out. Uh, Any thoughts? How serious oh. is the injury? Only thing we know is that it's a foot in- injury. Okay, I'm a little worried. That's not good, a foot? Mm. A little mm. worried. Okay, a little. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Alana, Alana, Mark McKenzie, Cook waiting in the wings. I'm not worried. It's, uh, uh, it's a I'm little gonna troubling. Be, I'm going to be a broken record here. Uh, I think a break will do her good. She's not my first or second choice to start in this World Cup. Um, but I understand she's the player's captain and, uh, you know, what she brings to the team is invaluable in, in experience and leadership. Um, she was on Men and Blazers a few weeks ago, and they were, like, pressing her playfully about what she wants going into these games, you know, because she's such a veteran. She's she's won World Cups before. Um, and she got very serious and, like, nearly choked up about it. And she said she just wants the younger players to know what it feels like to win a World Cup. And, oh, uh, I don't want to get choked, about, choked up about it. It's, like, so Get choked sweet. up. But... No, shake it off, dummy. Um, I'm not worried because we we have lots of other talented players. Yeah, Tierna. I I noticed Tierna Davidson did some nice things this weekend too. Which she I did. Maybe we can She's get very into. Good. She's very good. Okay, last up in this very fun game, uh, two <laughs> out of our three goalies are either not playing or not playing good enough. Thoughts. Um. Yeah, this is worrying. Partly because it, because it does feel like Alyssa Nair's probably going to get the nod no matter what. And yeah. she's one of the ones not playing well. Yeah. Vince? Yeah, uh the 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 main the main thing that's concerned me and really has concerned this entire podcast cuz I think we've all voiced concern about Alyssa Nair. Yeah. And uh yeah. Uh did we we so really we just got to hope that well, actually, <laughs> I was gonna say we gotta hope that that she's just terrible, but I don't want to wish that upon anybody. Uh, well, uh, let, let's hope that she gets better. Like, let's take that approach. Yes, hope, hopes, and prayers uh, for Alyssa and ACLs. But who who do, who do the sickos say is the the top goalkeeper? Aubrey Kingsbury. I think Kingsbury gets the like if we were gonna replace Franch, which I think we should. I think it would be Kingsbury because Vladko knows her. Um she she's she's gotten reps with him before and she's playing very well. I think Casey Murphy is still our top choice just based yes. in this group. Yes. Um but there's lots of up and coming goalkeepers that haven't gotten a look at yet. So like I'm not saying their names just because there's no way they, they get a chance now. Okay. Um, but I agree. I'm very, very worried about this one. Uh, I was at the Chicago game this past weekend, and I got to see Alyssa along with one Vladko. Can you guys believe it? Me and Vladko were together. Did you yell at him? 
No, no, I didn't. Oh, but okay. I was thinking, like, what if me and Vladko became friends? Like, you guys would never hear the end of it. Um, yeah. But she, she, she wasn't a disaster like she was the week prior against OL Rain, but she was still just like kind of slow. Um, and then AD has been benched, and it's it's not injury related. The coaches come out and said they're rewarding um, their their other goalkeeper because she's been playing well, and since the other goalie has been playing, Kansas City remembered how to win. They've they've been winning. Um, so it, it doesn't look like they're going to switch goalies anytime soon if the whole reason uh, this happened was because they're rewarding her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's a bummer for AD. It's, it's a bummer for us all because, uh, you know. Because Elizabeth... we've been hyping AD French so much over the last year. Well, she's she had a phenomenal year last year. We weren't wrong in doing that. It's just she's probably going to make the World Cup, and she's not even playing. Like that is bad, bad news for everyone. Yeah. Um. One more thing. the The game's over, so you know, let your guard down. We're we're done playing. But Vince, Vince was at a pretty eventful game this weekend. And if you're capable of taking off, you know, the purple lens lenses. I want to hear your thoughts uh, since we had boots on the ground at racing versus rain. You okay, okay with okay. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely okay with it. You know, it was, it was, a. Uh, I was proud and excited to, to get out to my first match uh, of the season. You know what I'm saying? Uh, j- just by myself, solo, didn't bring the family. I needed to get away from the kids. Um, it, 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 it was good to just, you know, to, to stand there in the supporter section and watch a and watch a great soccer match. Um, number one, if if I guess we'll talk about the oil rain. I'll, I'll focus on them real quick. Uh, we we got a Megan Rapino start. We got a <laughs> we got a Megan Rapino start, which was hilarious because uh, she she wasn't good uh, like at all. Uh, she she was kind of pocketed for the most part. Really? But then yeah yeah for for sure not not even. I mean, really, like, like racing dominated this this match. Like, well, races, races midfield is quite serious. That's but, that's why I wanted to ask like a, a, about a few specific players because Rain had a very bad first half, and it wasn't just like a few players. Like everyone but Fallon to me had a terrible, terrible first half. Do you agree? Yeah, 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 yeah for for sure. Um, I was sitting in the uh, uh, they they call it the the waterfront supporter section, so the the side that opens up um and and it's also the side that all four goals were scored out in this match and uh yeah yeah Fallon I was so I had a front row seat to watch Fallon go to work in that first half uh she she really uh just commands her box yeah like it, it was just impressive to to watch like uh the physicality and intent with which she came out to like clear crosses and stuff like that um that that, that really huh. really left an impression on me um so we we got uh Alana Cook Alana Cook, uh, she like 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 over overall for the match she was fine, but she did have she did have a couple moments, uh she kind of had, which really isn't totally our fault, but she kind of had an assist on the first goal, uh the ball just kind of clipped off her feet she wasn't she wasn't really in a position to clear it away or anything, uh it was kind of a it was, it was kind of a fluky play, but you know uh. 
had the ball taken off her a few times, you know, some bad passes. But overall, I guess I'd say she was okay. Uh, and and, and I, w- I was laughing at Megan Rapino because she wasn't good. But then we we give up we, we gave up a penalty because our goalkeeper uh, tackled Jordan Heidema. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 like I said, I'm sitting behind that goal, and so I see that ball played in to Heidema, and and I'm and I see Katie coming out, and I'm like, hey, you're you're not gonna get there. And I guess Katie had committed at that point, and tackled Jordan Heidema, whose back was firmly to the goal, uh, which is unfortunate. But anyway. Megan uh, Pino came up, scored the pin as she does, and then was immediately subbed off. And it was it, it was just funny to me because, you know, it, it was like the the pin was taken, and then all of a sudden I'm looking around like what's going on because like you know like like within the within the celebration of the goal, and then play starts back, and it's like yo where, where did Pino go? Well, that's and, uh, that's gone. why you have Megan Rapino on the field as to score your penalty kick. Or you one pin and, and get the hell out. Get the hell out of here. I want to go but, back to Alana real quick, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched this game, and she had a bad half, first half. But yes. so did everyone else. So was she worse, or was it just like the team was bad? Was she, was she worse than who? I mean, like, was she having a particularly bad game, or was just the team being bad? Oh, uh... I I don't know. Like 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 I'm kind of hyping it. As far as like, I don't know if I can really qualify. Like like so it's really, if anything, she was better than the rest of her teammates in the first half, even though she wasn't necessarily good. Yeah. Uh. She was she was one of the high water marks for the team. In she that first also half. she also got the assist on the tying goal, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because uh. We we had Sav DeMello uh, sent off controversially, in my opinion, controversially. Um, and so, and in, in, in possession, the rain were were playing a what essentially amounted to it, it seemed to me be a, a back three, and and Alana was was able to get up and yeah, serve crosses in. He put quite a few in, and uh, that one for Itama was a was an absolute dime. It was very nice. Um, and 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 one other player that I want to highlight here, uh, Sofia Huerta. So if we were to uh, just look, look, we got to we got to quit letting mid on the national team. This is the U.S. women's national team you're talking about. OK, and Sophia Sofia Huerta, you 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 you're not making the grade. For me. You're just not making the grade for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I got to get this out there. And I had been thinking that I had been thinking it myself. And then once I saw her in person this weekend, just nope, 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 nope. Big fat no. Thank you. She can't defend, basically, is the issue, right? She can't defend. Uh, really, uh, when she's attacking, you, you know, I mean, she, she can serve in a cross. But, you know, she had multiple times where she was kind of 1v1 with somebody. And, 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 and these struggle dribbles she was trying to put together was just, <laughs> I was like, man, get her out of here, dog. It was, it, um, matter of fact, that cross that Alana sent in for Heidema, came after a, a, a series of where to struggle dribbles where she was just like herky-jerky, like trying, like, do, do I even, like, like, you can tell that she's just, she's just not comfortable with, with you know, taking a player on and whatnot. She don't got it in her bag. I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's why Emily Fox benched her so quickly when Crystal came back. Right, 
Right. It's yeah. A whole other level. I do reluctantly have a little, a little like space for Huerta, even though I know I'm wrong. Like I, I do think she's mid, but the, the women's <laughs> national team, the women's national team have so few dual nationals. And like, ugh, I, I just like, I just like that. She changed from Mexico to the U S like that's, that's just not common in women's soccer, but you know, uh, cut, cut the emotional crap out. She can't make it. I'm with you. So it's got to be like Emily Sonnet or God. Or... No, God, no. Well, Casey Kruger. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, so Emily Sonnet was playing in this game. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of, there was a lot going on. Uh, Emily Sonnet was also playing in this match. Laura and, Harvey, uh... Laura Harvey, who I love in any other time. I think she's a great coach, but she has gone absolutely loony and has convinced herself Emily Sonnet is a midfielder. She's not. Yep. 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 And and it, and you saw you saw the results. Like, dude, uh, if y'all watch this match, racing just really just grabbed grabbed Oil Rain by the collar and just you know held him up against the locker for for a solid sixty five minutes or whatever until Sav was sent off. And then it, and then it became it became squeaky bum time, and we gave up the inevitable goal. But yeah, it, it, it was it was. It was extremely impressive and extremely encouraging as a racing fan to see this performance. Yeah, it should be. They they were great. And Savannah DeMello, like, I love, I love watching her. I think she has a really, really strong future with the national team. I think, yeah. like, yes. e- uh, even one, her, one. hold on, hold on. Yeah, even yeah, her, go ahead, go ahead. let me be nice to your player before you burn mine down. <laughs> she, um, she... Like I, I think this past summer's call up proves that she's like on the radar at least, and I think she'll she'll have her opportunity after the World Cup. At least I'm hoping so because she is a difference maker. Um, but like like Vince alluded to, she she got a second yellow uh, this game, and she got sent off, um, which led to the tying goal. I think, but. I was listening to Attacking Third, and they they were basically saying it was a sexist call and how women dare to show emotion and look what happens. And I just got to tell you guys, like that's that's crazy talk. Like that was not sexist. The the whistle blew, and Savannah kicked the ball up. Like you, you can't do that. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, so I feel like her kicking the ball away and the whistle blowing was kind of simultaneous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If if I'm gonna. If I'm gonna look at it from that, and, and it was funny because like, you know, that foul was called, and I like I looked down on my phone. Next thing I know, I see a red card being thrown up, and I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" Uh, I I think it's gonna be really good for her though, um, because she does play hot sometimes, and uh, for sure, she, it, she, she's a, she's a bulldog out there. She, she, she went through uh, she went through somebody's back uh, to get her first yellow card. Just, just a just a complete like scissors. To somebody's legs whose back was too hurt. Like it was just nasty. <laughs> all of the all of the commentators who, who cover NWSL matches like do her and injustice in particular. Like they love to throw out that she was the most fouled player last year. But she was the most fouled player because she gets herself into these situations where she's running so hot. Like I I, I, I hate to I hate to label her as like some sort of victim. You know what I mean? It sounds kind of sexist. 
hey that's it that's the sexist mark we have um but but yeah uh to to, to get to my main point here uh savannah Devella really is uh somewhere between five and ten times the player that ashley sanchez is. i'm gonna keep it real I'm gonna I'm keep I'm gonna keep it real, dog. Look, you you watch these matches, you watch these performances. Sav is on a completely different level. Uh, I have a yeah, question. on a completely different level. And, and and you know we buried the lead. She scored our second goal in that match. Uh, a, a banger, a certified banger from outside the box. Caught it. Sidewinder volley. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, I have a Be question. Be real with yourselves. Be real with yourselves to the light. <laughs> Sav's like that. Is um. Is she a better player than Christy Mewis? Without a doubt. Why can't you ever say things like that? Well, look, she better than both of them. Look, I'm taking on all comers. I'm taking on all non, uh, really just just non Rose Lavelle midfielders. Like like Sav, she's really that good. She's really that good. I'm I'm not even doing like a bit. Uh, like I told y'all when I first initially brought it up, I wasn't sure I quite believe that she was better than Ashley Sanchez, but she's she's better than Ashley Sanchez. Like and, and, and Christy Me was let's throw her in too. But uh I'm I'm just saying I, I think Savannah has a long future. Um and uh, she has made racing like must watch for me. Uh, I it was not a team that I was watching regularly last year, but Savannah has made it a priority for me because she's exciting. She really is. Yeah. Oh and and then just just to wrap this up, last thing on the match. Um, Jalen Jalen Howell is 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 making the leap. He's making the leap. The the one thing I did agree with Vlaco on is that Jalen needs to play better in the NWSL before she can get called up to the national team. Uh, and she is playing better. <laughs> she's like she's uh just you know her her ball. We, we talked about it before. Her ball playing was the main issue there as far as what can improve to get her to play better. And yeah. It, like in possession, she's really started to figure some things out. And I guess the Thorns, he played a very nice long ball that put somebody, uh, I forget, it was a racing player, but put somebody in on goal. Uh, the shot didn't get taken because our our, our attackers, we, we got some injuries. We got some injuries. But anyway, Jalen is, is coming up. Sav is already there. And you need to, if you enjoy watching the MMA midfield, yeah, check. Yeah, you should check out Ray. Um, it should be noted, Racing Louisville still uh, still seeking their first win of the season. Yes, <laughs> yes, that, that that is correct. We've we've checked off two goal leads in two of the last three matches. That is I have, um, I have a question that is not too important, but please allow me. Um, how old is Jalen? Uh, she's not right the same now. age as Savannah, right? Uh, they're 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 about the same age. They're like one year apart. I want to say Jalen being older. Uh, younger. Oh, Jalen's wow. twenty. Jalen's a ninety nine. He'll be twenty four in November. Uh, Sav's like twenty six, right? No. Sav. Yeah, 25. Sav just turned twenty five. Oh. So I yeah, they're, they're, they're one year apart. Sav's a ninety eight. I thought for sure Jalen was older. Like I said, not important. Yeah, that, uh, that, like, that's the one thing I think about when you talk about players of the future having, you know, they got a long career ahead of them. It's like, uh, especially with these these draftees, we're getting the younger players in now. 
yeah. uh, the Chloe Ricketts of the world and whatnot. But these these you know college draftees, by the time they get in the NWSL, they're a solid twenty three, yeah, twenty two, twenty four, whatever. But anyway, speaking of speaking of Ricketts, can we talk about a little bit about the Washington Spirit game? I would love to. Like I said, me and my dear friend Vladko Andonovsky were in Chicago this weekend. Thought it it wasn't that good of a game. So how so what did you and Vladko talk about when you um, talked? In my uh we we didn't talk, but um to to get it right off um kicked off, Ashley Hatch scored a penalty kick. Yep. It was a decent penalty kick. Alyssa Nair guessed right and got her hands on it, but wasn't quick enough. Um, and it, it got me thinking, like, in some nightmare scenario where Ashley Hatch is on the field in a World Cup game late, uh, I, I do think she is a good choice um, for penalty kicks. I would put her ahead of Lindsay Horan in penalty kick lineup world um but again let's not hope that we get into a scenario like that uh hatch missed a free header early on from a nice rodman cross she should have got it on frame but ashley hatch runs a little loopy you know her limbs go all over the place uh overall i think it was a fine game from ashley hatch yeah yeah hopefully we don't have to depend on her for to to finish her chances at the World Cup, but you know we may have to. Uh, the other Ashley, I would agree. I mean, I think you were more impressed with her performance, Tara, than than Be it Sanchez was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was a quiet performance this week. The week prior, um, I thought she had a much better game. She she hit the crossbar. She was more attacking minded. Um, but the the field, Mike. Um, like the field mic for broadcasting was was right by the spirit bench, and anyone who watched who watched this game will attest to it because it was like kind of obnoxious how much you could hear Mark Parsons just screaming all game, and it it really reminded me of you two uh, because he, he was just screaming Sanchez the whole time. He was like, "Good Sanchez." Sanchez move and I was like it, it's it's like I'm with my it's, it's good like friend Vincent Adam only talking about Ashley Sanchez I mean she is uh de facto on the roster for the World Cup and like yes does she have any goal contributions yet this year no no I looked it up uh zero uh compared to three for Savannah DeBello yeah this is a new system for her new coach and i think she's adapting well learning well and she was um how did how did mcnaughty put it effective i'm starting to win over mcnaughty and you know as as he comes the rest will follow she has some stuff that i like you know like she's she's got great ideas she's got she's pizzazz yeah but yeah, put up or shut up time, you know? Let's, like, do something out there. I don't disagree. It, it, we're going to keep we're gonna keep growing. Okay, yeah. I, I thought Rodman regularly creating chances for her team, just, like, she just, she's good for it. She, she carries the load. She does, and, yeah. Um, she, she, was, she was a blast to watch, and I don't even think, like, I think she was maybe 70% uh effort out there like i don't think it was it was 
peak Trinity Rodman at all. And still she was, she was um, very, very good and frustrating Chicago's back line, which had a great game. So it's not like Trinity and Sanchez and Hatch were just ineffective. It was Chicago got, uh, humiliated the week prior against O.L. Rain, and they had a come to Jesus moment, and they they got got their act together a bit. Yes, yes, I thought uh, uh, so. So I thought we brought this game up to talk about to talk about Chloe Ricketts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do am, it. Am I tripping? Okay, okay. Uh, you know, love Trinity, love 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 both Ashleys, <laughs> even though you know may have a little quibble here and there. But but let's talk about the real star of the show, Tara. One what, Chloe uh, Ricketts. Yeah, yeah, you were at the match. What what did you see? I saw a tiny blonde little burst of lightning. <laughs> um, I am consistently shocked that she's this little and this young and this good. I thought uh, like she was amazing. I I really I really can't stress it enough. Like Washington Spirit having. This as a regular, consistent off the bench tool is going to be wonderful for us this season. And when the national team gals head off to New Zealand, it's the Chloe Ricketts show nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it uh, once you said a little blonde burst of of, of what it was, whatever going on. Uh, it 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 kind of reminded me of like a. Like when Chloe Ricketts is out there, it does look like a Disney Channel movie. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, like yeah, like this central cast, and we got Hillary Duff out here playing soccer, and she's just somehow uh, better than all these established pros. And, and just there's Chloe a quickness. Ricketts, Chloe Ricketts is a must follow on Twitter just for the adorableness. Like yeah, she's she, 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 she's like come out to the game it's important you support i i i love to yeah. meet everyone like she's talking like a 40 year old woman i think like so the support out out here tonight was unreal so many friendly faces let's go again saturday i'm like okay 15 year old chloe ricketts it, it, it's, it's so wholesome and and then if like people are saying like nice things she's just like thank you <laughs> there there are pictures of people getting our jersey and she's like this means the world to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh she's I is she still that. she's only 15 is yeah that, is that correct she's 16 now okay man she's she's tough man like physically uh-huh that's that's the thing that really sticks out to me is she's she's not gonna get knocked off the ball easily uh oh. even though she's small and very very young she fed Trinity a great ball. Like Trinity, Trinity yep. was pointing it out, and Chloe listened. She followed directions perfectly. Yep, I was just, I was just about to mention that. Uh, yeah, uh, recognize the space, played a little ball in for Trinity to run onto, get a shot off. Uh, Nair had a, it was, it, it's definitely a shot you would expect. Uh, you know, the U.S. Women's National Team starting goalkeeper to save, uh, and she did save it. Um, but, but yeah, man, like. It, this is like really a thing like this isn't a charity case like oh you know 15 year olds out there and she's playing ass but you know she's 15 you know type type of deal like no, she's, she's good very she's good she's actually good yeah yeah <laughs> she plays she plays real quick and tidy you know kind of like um 
kind of reminds me a little bit of the way Alyssa Thompson plays. Maybe it's because their frames are somewhat similar, but uh, they both like play just play fast. Yeah, which yeah, they do. is not true of you know everybody around them, and certainly not true of the all the midfielders on the U.S. Women's National Team. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, play play the game with me. Say, hey. 2024 Olympics could be her time. Just throw her in the pot. Let's do yeah. it. Um, this is, uh, I think it was, I think it was a racing game I was watching. Uh, yeah, Racing Spirit, and uh, they they had Tony Miola on the call, and like literally, like like every player that was doing something, he was like, "Yeah, I just can't wait to see him after this World Cup cycle." <laughs> and then uh, the the woman that he was doing the game with was like, "Man, Tony, how many people are on this list?" And uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of what's what's happening, you know. It is. It's just, uh, you know, we 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 produce very good women soccer players, and so yeah, this uh, like like I, as soon as this World Cup's over, it's gonna be it's gonna be a madhouse, man. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. I mean, oh. we might see, you know, there there might be somebody on this roster that is just completely just nerfed. There should and, be a few and, people, few people. Yeah. <laughs> Even um, but, but but even past them, you know, we're talking about people with uh, that have that that you know that have their career in front of them, not 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 behind them. Yeah, that may may find themselves on the outside looking in. Well, speaking of good players, Lynn Williams tied the record again this past weekend. Uh no, no, she didn't. She tied the record two weeks ago. The biweekly schedule is throwing me off. Um, she got her sixtieth goal. And so did Christine Sinclair. So they remain tied for the most goals in the NWSL. Okay. You love to see it. Lynn is carrying Gotham on her back. Um, they got their first loss against Kansas City, but I did think it was a very good game still. Talk about Germa and Davidson. And then. Okay. Yeah. Germa, Germa's very fast. It was very much an off week. You do not need to watch this game. Uh, Naomi Gurma um, got megged, which hurts to say, but uh, I'm not too worried. Orlando won three to one um, against San Diego at home. It was it was a bad week for for Naomi Gurma. Yeah, um, I also have to mention that she got dunked on as well. Huh? Get it out of your on system. A, on a, on a, yeah, yeah. Get out of your system. I mean, it, it was one of those tough ones where you know. Where where some where the person that you're marking what or whatever gets the leverage on you, like they they had a, had their hands all up on Naomi's shoulders, you know what I'm saying? And then when it when it was time to get up, you know, Naomi couldn't get up, and uh, a dunking occurred. Dunking occurred, but For uh, sure. you know it's all good. That's and a then- tricky one because like it never, almost never gets called, but it is impossible to j- jump when someone is on your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> And then Tierna Davidson, uh, I've I've mentioned it before, but Chicago's defenders had a very good game. Tierna and Casey Kruger, I thought, um, maybe the best they've looked all season and couldn't be better timing for us with Becky out, you know. Maybe we finally get a good look at, at Davidson. I the one thing I noticed is her uh her bodying Rodman and, you know, shepherding the ball out of bounds. That Rodman almost never gets physically done like that yeah it's not easy tara what's what's up with michelle cooper listen i've been saying michelle cooper you know she doesn't have a goal yet but she's she's 
finding her rhythm, finding her place in this league. And it really clicked into place this game against Gotham this past weekend. We had a Cooper assist, lots of uh, great play creation, and she could have had another assist and she could have had a goal. It, it, it was a great game for Michelle and one to definitely keep watching. Okay. And you got, you got one more thing, Vince, right? Uh, yeah, I just want to bring up Jaden Shaw. Uh, as we talked about earlier, uh, Alex Morgan is out. And, and Jaden Shaw played striker for the Wave and uh, was uh, very nice. She, she scored a goal. Scored a goal. Don't want to bury the lead here. Um, and, and the goal was just, it, it was just tremendous, and, and in my opinion. Just because of the fact that, you know, we've seen Jaden Shaw play multiple, like attacking midfielder, uh, either wing, and now she's playing striker and making like quintessential striker runs. Uh, like, 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 in order to score this goal, she had to, she did that, you know, that the pound, the patented like striker out to end run, where like you get the center back's blind spot, and then and then come across uh, yeah. to meet the meet the cross on the ground right as it's coming to her, boom, side footed it, bent that thing into the into the corner of the net, bro, it was beautiful. And then two minutes later, she's receiving the ball in the midfield, turning. Uh, the person that was on her back uh, sends it to the ground. And and play somebody in for a shot on goal, and it's just Jaden is just really, I mean, you know, talked about her talent before. Just just an extremely talented player, an extremely fun player, and the fact that she's just this polished. Um, I think she'll be nineteen at the end of this year, but the fact that she can play all, all three of these roles, and even within the same match, you know, make a make a striker run, score a goal. Uh, she also found another one-touch chance in the box that she put wide in the second half. Um, she she but, was generally like the only good thing San Diego had this past week. It it was it was wonderful to see. Yep, yep, and uh, yeah, that just just another one, another one. Uh, yeah, the, man, there's uh, a lot of players that are gonna. Yeah, I was just gonna agree with that. Yeah, there's so many, so many. Uh... So much young talent. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to join uh, the Patreon, the link is in the show notes. We would uh, appreciate it. Uh, We'll see you.